is going on, everybody? This is Party Card Sports back again, but this time with a little Crackums update. Since we have our two-parter fantasy episode going on, we decided to just pull out a little bit of the NFL news that's going on and some other sports news. Nate, what's going on in the, the NFL and some sports? Well, I'm a little sad that we have to do this because I was really looking forward to have just a quick day in the studio, but just so much happened. Oh, we, we can make this quick. Bye, everybody. Hit the music. <laughs> and outro. <laughs> no, uh, just so much happened. And if you haven't listened to our first part of the fantasy miniseries that dropped Tuesday morning, go listen to it because this Tuesday morning, when the second episode drops in our miniseries, super exciting. We kind of refer back to that first episode a little bit. So if you don't want to be lost, go listen to that first one. So you're into the so you're into the fantasy. Second episode will probably be Pretty much the same at the same name. Anyways, Kraken's update. Let's start. Denzel Mims gets traded to Detroit. I mean, so best thing Detroit could have done. Detroit got Mims in a twenty twenty five seventh round pick, and the Jets got a twenty twenty five conditional sixth round pick. Steal, steal. I mean, they of basically a deal. got Mims for for nothing. Absolutely nothing. The fact that this is a deal that actually came up before we get started. I'm gonna I'm gonna roast. Some of our uh, our Kansas fans and our Mizzou fans out there. I'm going to roast them a little bit. How could your team that needs a wide receiver not take an easy deal like this? You know what I mean? Like, what was Kansas City thinking? Not well, trying to get whoa whoa, 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 whoa. The Cowboys were also in on this, and they didn't even jump on this train. So don't sit here and just... Ram the Chiefs. The Cowboys were never in it. Listen, wrong, listen, wrong. Uh, how there, many, there's hey, been hey, so hey, many. Were the Cowboys articles. were the Cowboys in on Dalvin Cook? Were the Cowboys in on D Hop? Were the Cowboys in on any freaking free agent I'm, this season? No, I, I didn't see. Yeah, they, there's articles all about Cowboys. I didn't see one article about the Chiefs being in on Mims. No, I'm saying what I'm saying is is how could you let a guy like Mims go? You need a wide receiver, and then. Detroit picks him up for a six-round pick. See, Cowboys didn't need a wide receiver. We don't need a wide receiver. We have three completely capable wide receivers and two, two or three other guys that can come in at some point. Shoot, you, the only reason that Detroit needs a wide receiver is because Williams has got suspended for six games. Who cares? They got they got your boy. They're all down and about. Yeah. That's one. Everybody knows you, you can't just have one receiver. It's okay. He's going to be back six games. No big deal. So this is a, this is a great. Th- this w- is a win-win, I think. No, it's perfect. Because, because the Jets weren't going to use Mims. They were already out on him. They were already saying that he stupid. was going to to be cut. I will, take, I will take Mims over Alan Lazard any day of the week. Alan Lazard is trash compared to Denzel Mims. Mims... I mean, they didn't play much for the Jets. Yeah, because they picked him, and then they didn't do anything with him. Well, the problem is that they also got Garrett Wilson. Yeah, but they also, before that, had e- e- uh, Elijah Moore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they just don't know what to do with wide receivers because they had Zach Wilson. I don't know. I mean, Garrett Wilson seemed to have a pretty decent year and last then they year. Bring just in, decent. And then they bring in freaking uh, Alan Lazard and... I think Randall Cobb <laughs> showed up. On, like, yeah. You don't need old Aaron Rodgers wide receivers. This is ridiculous. I mean, it's plug and play. You know what? The more, uh, the, the you know what? No, 
The Lions did a great thing. This helps them a lot. That their yeah, offense they, they is going to be they get a playmaker tons better now. I wouldn't say tons better. I mean, he's definitely going to see his touches and his his time while Williams is out. But after after six games. That's why I say tons because homeboy is going to be back at the bus. That's why I said tons because for six weeks they're going to be running a one wide receiver room. I mean, because Marvin Jones is there, and I can't remember who the other guy was to be honest. Where? At the Detroit. They got Amron St. Brown. Yes. Marvin Jones yeah. and now Mims. Yeah, yeah, but who else before they picked up Mims? No one. What's the matter? Mims is the number two right off the back. Boom. Number two. Uh, you need yeah. I'm just saying, out of all out of all teams, like you're you're talking about a sixth round pick for a number one draft wide receiver draft pick. That has not lived up to that. No, that has not gotten the chance to play because Zach Wilson was their starting quarterback. And you couldn't facilitate Garrett Wilson, uh Mims, and Elijah Moore. That's that is true. And whoever they're, they're Conklin. I'm pretty sure it was Conklin last year that played for the Jets. He had more receptions than all three of those wide receivers. Who? I'm pretty sure it was Conklin. Like Conklin cars? Oh, I have no idea. Well, with Garrett Wilson throwing it, it could have been the Conklin cars. <laughs> I was just making a joke, you know. I know. Oh, okay. But uh, like I said, though, Chiefs didn't go after him. Anybody that needed a wide receiver. Didn't touch him besides Detroit. Dude, I, did, I completely forgot about Mims, even playing football. That's how, you know, ir, that's just how, like, he just was inexistent in, in the whole NFL last year. Like, I completely forgot I he I knew about him all the time. I, that, I, knew, I knew when he got drafted, but after that, I was like, mm, what what the fuck happened to this Last guy? year, going into the year, I said that the Jets have a, like, top five receiving court because of Elijah Moore, Mims, and Garrett Wilson. And they only threw the ball to Wilson and Conklin. Sure. It might not even be Conklin. I just know it's a white tight end that really <laughs> wasn't. It's kind of like how I feel about Tunyon. Okay at best. Hey, there's I'm pretty ro- sure it's Conklin. There's though. nothing wrong with just being okay. There's, there's a lot of guys that make a living on being just okay. And it must be fucking nice. So... Uh, six round pick, conditional win. six round pick, win, and I getting I a seventh round back win, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what the conditional is. I mean, I would assume that can turn into a fifth or a fifth round pick, depending on how many uh, plays or touchdowns or receiving yards Mims get. It's, I'm sure it's gonna be snap based and PT. My mind was not wrong. It was definitely Conklin. Okay. What a guy. <laughs> Tyler Conklin. Kind of like Conklin cars. Moving S- on. Second. Where, where do you want to go here? You want to go, go D-Hop? Let's get D-Hop out of the way. Finally, this fucking saga is done. It was almost as bad. Almost it's, as bad. It wasn't as bad. As the Lamar Jackson saga. But this saga is finally oh, over. No, this, this was, I think... This was not as bad as that, and I thought you were gonna say it was almost as bad as Odell, and Odell's was terrible. Oh no, no. I, dude, I just woke up one morning and finally, hey, Odell got signed. Like no one was waiting for Odell to get signed. I was waiting on Odell to get signed for six weeks in the in two thousand and two or two thousand twenty two. I'm pretty sure. Who who cares? We're talking about twenty twenty three. Okay, 
This podcast uh, didn't exist exactly. last year. So no no one was waiting. I I was I could not care less. Tons of people waiting for sure. No, I don't think anybody. That's why it was ESPN's like top news. That's because it was the only thing fucking going on for the football. D Hop goes to the Titans. You know, for a guy that said he wanted to play for a contender, he said on probably the non-contender, probably the worst team he could have. Well, there's some other bad teams that he could have said for that were quote unquote contenders. Two year, twenty six million with up to thirty two million with incentives. You know, this basically puts a Band-Aid on what was already a seeping wound for the Tennessee Titans. I, obviously, I think we can both agree that this was a, a complete a complete money deal for D-Hop. This whole, I want to play for a contender thing was just absolutely bullshit. Yeah, that was dumb. D- like, he couldn't have picked a worse spot. Like, well, he could have. He could have played for the Colts. No, because like, okay... Hear me out. D Hop's is a it's a two year deal, right? Two year, twenty six million. Yeah. So first of all, he has to play for two more years, and then uh, Tannehill. Tannehill's his quarter. A field general is his quarterback. I don't think it's so much that uh, it's Tannehill being the quarterback. It's the fact that they have three quarterbacks, and as of now, Tannehill's gonna be the starter. I mean, Levis is garbage can. We Le- Levis out. is getting outplayed by Malik Willis. Yeah. And, and yet he got picked in the first round. And yet they're still second, second round. And yet they're still high on Will Levis. But I mean, for a team that last year was just trying to get out of Tannehill and the Malik Willis experiment kind of failed, then they drafted Will Levis and he's playing like absolute garbage, like we said on the podcast that he would. Uh, it's it's gonna be hard for D Hop. I guess it's going to be hard for the Titans to make any sort of run at the playoffs, let alone the Super Bowl, even with D-Hop. I think adding D-Hop definitely makes the team better. It definitely doesn't make them worse. But I don't, I don't think it adds wins. I don't think it adds wins or, or anything. I mean, it might, it might add like I think it's such like a, a win, like maybe half a win, you know? How, how many times have you ever seen Tannehill just throw the ball up? I was, when he had A.J. Brown? Uh, yeah, he fucking nah. launched that shit downfield. Nah. He's, he he's got AJ. an arm. AJ had a better uh, season this past season with Jalen than he's ever had, even close with Tannehill. I'm not, I'm not comparing two different quarterbacks. I mean, those are completely different quarterbacks. But to say that Tannehill doesn't throw the ball downfield is definitely a lie because he, he throws a lot of picks when he tries to throw the ball downfield because he tries to throw it too far and he realizes, I don't have the fucking arm to throw 60 goddamn yards in the air. AFC South. We talking Jags, Colts, Texans. Colts, Texans. At least you can't bracket coverage Henry anymore. Or not bracket coverage. You can't load the box for Henry anymore, and you can't. You have sure, to you can bracket you, freaking no nah, D hop. No, nah, you can bracket D hop and still load the box. You just don't. Pull. Well, then Burks is open. Yeah, until until he actually does something. And this yeah. tight end supposed to be good. Allegedly, sure. The Oconqua. Huh? Oconqua. Sure. Chigazim Oconqua. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a good tight end to me. Yeah, it just doesn't <laughs> help them at all. I still feel like... No, it helps them for sure. I mean, like I said, I still it, feel d- like def- the Jags it doesn't hurt. Easy mode this whole division and... Colts have a chance, but I don't. The like only their thing defense. that hurts the Jags 
is that they have a pretty tough schedule compared to the rest of the division. While the Texans have a soft-ass schedule, the Colts have a relatively softer schedule. The but, one good thing about Derrick Henry that we didn't bring up in the fantasy podcast is that he literally has the number one ranked schedule for running backs. Uh, Spencer did bring that up. In the, in yes. the pod? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't see it. I don't see this working out for him. They had A.J. Brown before. They didn't do that well. They had uh, Robert Woods before. They didn't do that well last year. And I just feel like that's going to be the no. same crap. D-Hop, they're mostly going to use probably as a decoy just to kind of run off a safety or a corner and then open up something for uh, Burks to come across the middle. For anybody like a D-Hop or a Julio or a Megatron or any of those big physical type guys that like to go up and get the ball, you need a quarterback willing to force a ball. Oh, I, I don't think Tannehill has any problems forcing the ball. Yeah. But when he forces the ball, he forces the ball into the defender's hands. Well, that's kind of the point of forcing the ball is that you got to force it through a defender. It's kind of in the fucking terminology. I think it's bad. What do you think? The signing? The bad pick. Bad pickup for t- Tennessee. You can't ever but, go. You can't ever listen, go wrong with signing D Hop. No. It's a bad thing. It's a bad thing for D Hop. You know why it's a bad thing? You know why I'm saying it's bad? Sure. Because they were in the running to get Caleb Williams next year because they're going to need him. And now they're not because D Hop will keep them in some sort of contention. They weren't ever going after Caleb Williams. They'll get like four wins, five wins, and then that that won't get them Caleb Williams because obviously I've already said it. Um, who's, who did I say is going to zero and sixteen? Now I don't remember. I don't, why you ask me? You said it. I think it might have been Tennessee, or and not. I think it might have been Texans. No, I, I had I had the my, Browns my, going really bad, right? In my notes, I had that the Tennessee Titans could very well go zero and sixteen. No, I don't seventeen. Think, I don't think that's a possibility really now. I don't. I no. Their defense is still bad, though. Yeah, the defense like, is bad. Tennessee doesn't have a good defense. No. There I mean, were there's so many much better options. Like I said, KC, Kansas City. If you're Kansas City, would you pay D Hop two? They didn't have the cash years, Thirty million? They don't have cash space for it. Okay, two years, twenty-five. They D Hop wanted to get paid, and he could not get paid by Kansas City. That was the thing. I don't know. Now, another, now I don't I, know another contender that needs a wide receiver. Off the top of your head, name name a contender that needs a wide I mean, receiver. When we say contender, like for a Super Bowl or just for the playoffs? The playoffs. I think, I think the Pats would have been a much better option for D Hop. I think they need a, a true number one receiver. Is I it, think that they could have gave him the close to the same deal, not bro. The same twenty six million, bro. The Pats are in the same boat as Tennessee is. Whoa, whoa. Mac Jones is way better. Oh, than the Tennessee. Pats, Pats, yeah, Patriots. I was thinking Packers, Packers, no, no. Patriots, Patriots, Sorry. Patriots. Yeah, but he he specifically stated, "I don't want to go there." Well, I mean that was which the, is dumb. That was the other team that was really which in is dumb because game. look what happened when Randy Moss went to freaking Patriots. Turns out he's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Well, turns out Bill Belichick schemes to his best players. Yeah. Weird. But anyway, I, mean, uh, I still think it's bad. I don't think it's going to help them. I don't. I guess it won't hurt them. It definitely doesn't hurt them. No. I mean, they have other than they're going to have to be drafting around the fifth or sixth pick instead of the one two. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where the Titans end up. It, it all kind of comes down to Mike Vrabel. Verbal. 
Rabel, however you say his last name, and how he's he's going to utilize D Hop. But we all know they're just going to do what they did when they had AJ Brown, and the AJ Brown's numbers weren't impressive with Tannehill. They got a new OC from when AJ Brown was there. Even when Tannehill was in Miami, they didn't do they didn't do over the top stuff. Like I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. I think you're wrong. But okay, moving on. Moving on. Bunch of holdouts. Oh yeah. A bunch of holdouts. You know, we got the Saquon holdout. He got franchise tagged, t- worth ten million dollars. Didn't report to camp on Tuesday. Uh solid move. The last time I had heard, the last offer on the table was uh, a number of years. I didn't see how many years. Averaging out to $13 million a year. Saquon allegedly was said that he was looking for $16 million a year. You know, when healthy, Saquon is absolutely worth the money. Who's the most Who's the most paid? Uh, I did not look that up. Well, anyway, 13 doesn't seem like a crazy number, considering that the last six Super Bowl running backs got paid less than Garbage. $2 million a yeah. year. Leonard Fournette was the most expensive running back. On a Super Bowl team that was Tampa Bay in 2020 or something like that. And he got paid $2 million. And that was on a one-year deal. Like, stupid. Running backs are not worth a bunch of money right now. Oh, no. Why do you think Zeke's unsigned? Why do you think Dalvin Cook's unsigned? Because everybody come out and they're going, hey, we want you for one year, $2 million. And they're like, what? Uh, No. But running backs have... if we're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about just Saquon right now. Yeah, just we're just staying on Saquon. Okay, so Saquon, yes, he's been the bell cow for that team, and he's been carrying that team for probably the past what four years now, except for the year he was injured. Right. Where did that get? Where did where that get the Giants, Nate? Uh, mediocre, middle of the road. Did did they win a playoff game? Sure. Sure, they won a playoff game. You know, they they went to the playoffs. Did they go further than the first round? No, no, I don't. I don't so, know. so, yeah. Sorry, but when your bell cows are running back, it doesn't get you that far in the playoffs. Maybe it wins you enough games to get there, but it doesn't get you anywhere in the playoffs. Look at Tennessee. We just talked about Tennessee. Derrick Henry is by far probably the best physical specimen when it comes to running backs. He runs people over. He runs for tons of yards. He gets tons of carries. How many Super Bowls has Tennessee won, Nate? Since Derrick Henry started. Uh, that would be a whopping zero. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Hey, how bad do you think Zeke freaking took out the knees of Dallas when he took that big contract with him? And how many Super Bowl wins did Dallas win? Zero. How many playoff wins did they have, Nate? Two. Yeah, that's really crazy. Do you see what I'm trying to say here? I have a feeling you're trying to say that just running backs surprisingly – are undervalued for, for winning ships. Oh, no, they're overvalued for winning ships. You do not need a super expensive running back when you want to win a Super Bowl. The uh, Chiefs just won a Super Bowl. You know who their running back, starting running back was, Nate? It was Pacheco? a six-round pick, Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco. And he got paid like $200,000 to play in the Super Bowl. All right, so... You asked who the highest paid running back is. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Who is it? The highest paid running back for 2023 is by John Robinson. 
Oh, yeah, because you can pay like $21.5 million yeah. or some BS. They're, but that's mainly because of signing. But who's who's the non-rookie? Christian McCaffrey, $12 million. Okay. That, see Kamara, that? 11 And they offered Saquon 13 Yeah, they offered Saquon 13 which I think CMC is- just put up like 2,200 all-purpose yards last year. That is just crazy. No, it's because of his signing bonus. They're accounting into his signing right. bonus, which shouldn't be like that. Without his signing bonus, he doesn't make that much money. That's just freaking bonkers. Yeah. So, I mean, by, by what's, right after, what's right after CMC? Uh, I just said it. Uh, CMC, Alvin Kamara, $11 million for 2023. I think they're overpaying for Alvin Kamara. Aaron Jones, uh, just under 11, 12, nine, or That's 10, a, nine. That's a hell of a deal. And Aaron Jones came back. He just signed that contract like two years ago. Aaron Jones has been playing great. Yep. Aaron Jones has got two years remaining on his current contract. He signed that four-year, $48 million contract. So... Say, okay, so say I would say Saquon's better than Aaron Jones. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, who did you say was in second? CMC. Oh, and Aaron Jones was third. Who's third? Oh, above Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara. Sorry. Oh, he's definitely better than Alvin Kamara. Oh yeah, Alvin Kamara's been think, just on a huge. So draft. right in there, dude. Thirteen. That'd make him the the actual highest paid running back. Right. But here's the thing. Sixteen, dude. Six, Sixteen is obviously a reach. I think for for Saquon. But D Hop just got paid fifteen a mil a year. You can't compare running backs and wide receivers. You can't do it. You can when it comes to Super Bowls, right? You can't. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Not at all. I mean, it's completely different markets in the way the game is played today, and the way and how the the, the economics of the NFL yes, work. A a old, maybe still good, maybe not. Wide receiver just got signed for thirty million dollars for two years. No. 15. $26 million a year. Oh, so up, up to $13 million. So Up he, to $32 million so in incentives. He, so he wants to get paid more than D-Hop. And... Well, here's the thing. And I understand why the Giants are hesitant. You know, if he tw- gets injured again, they're yeah, fucked again. 2020, he missed two games, ACL tear. Or he only played two games, and he missed the rest of the season with ACL tear. 2021, had numerous injuries, knee, ankle, hip. Uh, very limited production, 593 yards, two touchdowns, but missed three games. You're going to tell me he only missed three games and only had 593 yards? Yes. That's fucking nuts. So, Well, you, you didn't look at his receiving yards, did you? He could have had like two or 300 receiving yards. That still ain't shit. Anyway, I don't, I don't care about stats. He, he passes the eyeball test. The problem is... is Running backs just aren't worth no money. They're only worth money if your offense goes through that running back. And unfortunately for the Giants, the offense goes through Saquon. I mean, obviously not because Derrick Henry wasn't even on that list that you just, we just talked about. He wasn't in the top five, but or he wasn't in the five. I think he was at the five spot. Oh, he's at the six spot, ten, ten and a half. Okay. Yeah, Derrick Henry, ten and a half. He's at the six spot just behind Nick Chubb. Okay, but ten uh, so are you going to bring up also Josh Jacobs is holding out? Yeah, so we got Josh Jacobs also holding out. Didn't you, sign his franchise tag. You know why I wouldn't sign Josh Jacobs? You mean the, the current NFL leading yes. rusher? You, would you like to know why? Go ahead. Tell me. It's very simple. He only did it one time. In the five years well, he's been in the league, he has had this type of season – one time. That is it. 
why wouldn't you hold out if you're the Raiders? I don't know if he's going to do that again. Is he, once I pay him, is he going to be turned into Ezekiel Elliott and start freaking getting 2.5 yards a carry? Or are we going to – what What are we talking about here? Who knows? Well, I think the thing with Josh Jacobs is – and stop. He only did it one year. He only did it one year. Uh, he's only had one year where he hasn't rushed for 1,000 yards. 1,000 yards is just minimum for running backs nowadays. So last year he rushed for sixteen hundred yards. Twenty twenty one was sixteen hundred. Yeah, last twenty twenty one rushed for eight seventy two. Twenty twenty, a thousand sixty five in his rookie year eleven fifty. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's what, a step. How many? Okay, but look up his pa- his his pass catching ability. Does he have pass catching ability? It doesn't matter when you're rushing for a thousand yards. It, it, any running back can rush for a thousand yards. No. Nah. Yeah. Now, now, sixteen hundred yards—that's impressive. But he also had three hundred and forty touches for sixteen hundred yards. His average was four point nine. His average his rookie year was four point eight, but he had that's less an, touches. That's inefficient. Four point nine. Four four point nine is extremely efficient. Nah, you want to get like five point two. You're fucking reaching. If you're getting five point two, I'm pretty sure Zeke and Saquon like three or four years ago were getting five point something. Sure. Why not? I don't. I don't know. Jacob, I wouldn't resign Jacobs. That's just a product of. I want to re- I want to resign him for. I, I'd resign him for 12, 5, 12 ish. I want to no. sign him for thirteen. No, especially when you. Saquon's I mean, you don't have you don't have any other weapons. Right Jimmy G, you don't know if he's gonna go. You have to have your running back. Every every running back on the market right now, in my opinion, is better than him. Better than Josh Jacobs? Yeah, Saquon's better. Okay, I uh, wouldn't disagree. Cook is better. Mm, doesn't fit Who that else is on the market? Well. Him. Pollard already signed his contract. Zeke. Zeke is out there. Zeke doesn't count. Nope. Nope. You said every <laughs> running back out there. I mean, I'll give the ball to Zeke, too, because at least he can pass block. <laughs> Look, I think either way, both of these running backs, well, Josh Jacobs is going to get signed because we saw just hours ago it seems that New York, the New York football giants are riding off Saquon, at least for a little bit. They signed James Robinson a couple hours ago. They signed Cole Beasley last night. So it seems that they're kind of gearing up to at least give themselves a chance without Saquon. And if they can even ride out the first couple games moderately successful, I wouldn't be surprised if they just like, yeah, GTFO. It's going to be like that uh, whole, like, Emmett Smith holdout in, like, 2000 where he was like, I'm holding out. And then he didn't play for, like, the first four games. And then that, if they lost, okay, so Dallas lost, like, four games in a row. I'm pretty sure to start the season that Emmett was holding out. And then Jerry was like, here's the bag. There you go. And then they started winning. And then... That's the same situation. It all depends on if James Robinson comes in and plays well and Cole can catch some of those underneath passes and Giants are winning. They're oh, going to yeah. go, go, sit at home, buddy. Yeah. We don't care. I mean, the Giants have tried to position themselves in a way that they could potentially win without Saquon. I don't think they can. I mean, just Saquon is so good and does so much. We talked about How long did Le'Veon Bell sit out? Four was games. It, I think it was four was games. Was it four? And did he get paid? Anything more than what he was supposed to get? I don't recall. I don't either. But it, 
Running backs have tried this already. I think you'd need a consist consensus like this whole group is like, nah, we're gonna get this or we're not coming back. Like as much as I would want to say that Saquon deserves it, because I think he does. I think Saquon and Josh Jacobs both deserve to get paid. However, the analytics and the way the NFL economics are there, running backs just I'm sorry, the running backs don't win you championships anymore. They I'll, win you ball games. I'll come I'll come play running back for either one of those teams for like five mil. You do know, like, did you see the stat that the average NFL running back makes less than the average NFL kicker? Kickers are like 2.2 million. The average turns NFL out, running back is 1.8. Turns out when you have a really good kicker, it actually leads to more wins. No, it turns out when you have four running backs on a roster and two of them make 600,000, it kind of brings down the average quite a bit. Yeah, no kidding. That's what people don't quite understand. Isaiah, Pache- <laughs> well, Also, Isaiah Pacheco... Like you said, he's the he was the third string running back right. to start out. So and he only made like two hundred thousand dollars. Like if you if you just take the the starting running backs, the first string running backs, they make significantly more than NFL place kickers. I don't think I don't think Zeke comes or not Zeke. I don't think Bark Barkley comes back if they're winning. I think if they're losing and the Giants panic, they're gonna pay him. Right. Yeah. The the problem is I don't know if they have the cap space. They only got three million, three million available in cap. Cap doesn't exist. Allegedly, that's true. Cap's a made up number. Uh, but I'm excited for the Sauce Boss coming back. I think it's a good pickup to get James Robinson. I think that's smart. They're playing their cards right. Like those are two cheap options that can do some work for you. Right. You can definitely kind of put a bandaid on it. I knew Cole Beasley was having a workout, but. But why? Well, and that's why he probably didn't say nothing because he didn't want the backlash before it actually happened. Why'd you have to go to the Giants, man? Yeah. Out of all the team, you went to Tampa Bay last year and played with Tom, and now you have to come and play with the Giants? What the hell, man? I bought your rap album. What? <laughs> yeah, Kobe has a rap album. Oh, my God. You didn't know that, but I do because he's the sauce boss. We have other holdouts, though, don't we, Nate? Yep. We're going to go ahead and stick with the Cowboys theme because you got to start it on it. Zach Martin decided, you know what? I'm the best fucking offensive lineman. I want to hold out. He is potentially. He is. I, I would not disagree that he's the best overall offensive lineman in the league. He has seven Pro Bowls and I think five holding calls in his career. I think he has more than five. I think I looked at it yesterday. And it's not holding. It's just... I was looking at total penalties. But uh, currently, his current contract that he just, that he's still under, that he signed in 2018, six years, 84 million, 20 million at signing, 40 million was guaranteed, which basically comes out to an average of 14 million a year. You know, Seven Pro Bowls, six holding calls. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so on his current deal, Zach Martin's got 2023 and 2024 left on his contract, which he will be 33 this season in 2023 and 34th end of 2024. Uh, it, it all depends on what he wants. Like, so tw- I would be totally willing to give him what people are making right there. 20 million. Boom, so Cr- Chris Lindstorm is currently the highest paid. How did, he, lineman. how did that agent get him that contract? Well, like he just re-signed that not too long ago. In uh, March, he just signed that contract. He signed that extension. 
uh, worth 20 and a half. I know, but out of all of, out of all the top-tier linemen that we talk about, I've never heard that dude's name. I would agree. I never heard of his name. When I compare the stats to him and Zach Martin, they were relatively similar. What for, did tw- for sacks given up and uh, penalties? What did Trent Williams get when he went and signed with 49ers like two years ago? I don't look at it. But it wasn't on your list. No. So what you're saying is he's not getting paid top tier money. Who is it? Trent Williams. No. The three, I believe the three highest paid was after Chris Storm, Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith. I give him 20. Now, if he's looking for more than that, like 20, 22 and up, uh, I, I think, I'm still going to pay him. I think he's just too old to give more than 20. He's, he's just too old. I mean, I think the Cowboys. I mean, he's I, only making 14 right now, right? An average of 14, yes. Yeah. I Give him the raise. I, yeah, he, I, he's I think, done enough. Give him the raise. I think the Cowboys would be smart to make his last three years average out to 20, 20 and a half and give him a third year to extend him to 2025. I think he'd be happy with that. I mean, and he's also been one of those guys that restructured, restructured his deal a couple times to make more money for everybody else. So pay him now. You need him. That, that Literally, that is... One of the most important people on your entire team, if not the most important person on your entire team, maybe only second to like Micah Parsons. He's definitely the most important piece of that offensive line. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he holds that that middle down. Yeah, like I said, no holding calls. Probably only given up maybe one two sacks in his entire career. It's so, yeah. He we need him. I would give him twenty million. It wouldn't even be a question asked to me. Like he's. The best lineman I've ever seen, ever. Ever. Ever? Ever. Wow. I don't... Okay, fine. I'll, I'll probably, I'm not going to say that without looking into it. I will say that he's the best guard ever. Okay. That's a good one. So that kind of wraps up football talk. You said you had some factor cap? Yeah. I wonder, well, it's like a factor cap type thing. There's some things that were swimming around in the news cycle this week. So I was going to ask you a couple questions about them. Uh, first thing, this isn't really a fast cap, but I did see that McCaffrey was upset that the running back market was this low to stem into the other, you know, the guys. What he said, though, is kind of crazy because I think it's a stupid thing to say. He said, this is criminal. Three of the best players in the entire league, regardless of position. Stop. And he was talking about <laughs> he was talking about Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, and Saquon Barkley. Let me tell you something. Why he's wrong about that? The best player in the league, I'm gonna say, is the player that TJ Watt. At, no, the oh. best player in the league, in my opinion, is the player at their position who is the best, and you can't even come up with a second person. And that's Justin Tucker is without a doubt the best Stop player it. in the league because <laughs> you, can, you, can't, you can't make that an is, argument. Daniel Carlson. Did he kick a 63-yard field goal to win a game? That's, yeah, I think so. No, actually. he didn't. No. Brett Maher kicked a 62-yard field that's goal not, for a, that's for, not right for halftime. That's Same not guy. For, that's not for a win. It's not 63. Tucker, that is wild. It's like saying LP Lattimore You're is really, the best because you can't even think of another long snapper. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not even an actual position on the field. It is still a position <laughs> on the field. 
No. Oh, my uh, gosh. No, I just... Look, there's nothing wrong with running backs holding out to get to get theirs. But when you have a guy like Joe Mixon who's come out and said, who voluntarily took a $3.5 million pay cut this year for, tw- for the 2023 season, I mean, that's Joe Mixon kind of pissing on Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley like, you guys are over here wanting the fucking bag. I'm over here on a contending team giving up money so I can run behind this offensive line that my organization has paid for. Uh, go get fucked. Okay. But the difference between that is that he's got a good offensive line. He's got an elite quarterback and a tremendous wide receiving core to play behind. Saquon is the heart and soul of that offense. So is Josh Jacobs. Okay. Moving on. Those are supposed to be short answers. Sorry. Um, Jack Prescott said that he would not throw more than 10 interceptions this year. That is... Was taken out of context. And I was, I was gonna, I was gonna let you answer, and then I was gonna tell you that it was taken out of context. Taken out of context. If I had to put the over under at ten, he's got to play some really good defenses. I'm gonna put it probably. I think he throws close to ten, but I, I give him under ten. I wouldn't be upset with ten. Depends how many passing touchdowns he gets. Thirty, I'd be cool. You're never going to argue with 30 touchdowns. Uh, it was taken out of context because actually the quote was, it wasn't, I will only throw, I won't throw more than 10 interceptions. It was, I will not throw tip receptions anymore. And by that, he meant um, they have concrete routes now. Whereas in Kellen Moore's offense, they had those option routes. And Dak's not very good at throwing option routes. So... Or the wide receivers aren't very good at running them. Because he had a lot of tipped passes that ended up being... So what he said was, I will not throw tip passes anymore. And it got taken as, I will not throw 10 interceptions. Yeah. Uh, Oh, here's one. So we're talking about Dak Prescott again. He's run the ball more than five times in a game 21 times in his career in those games the Cowboys are 16 and 5 I think that's probably not by accident Nate do you think Dak Prescott is a dual threat running quarterback and yet the, the your answer so you said no if that's true then why has he won 16 out of 16 and 5 out of 21 games if he ran the ball more than five times. Oh boy. Oh boy. We Mem- can do a whole Remember ep- short answer. We can do a whole fucking episode on what I think about Dak Prescott. So the question is is Dak Prescott a dual threat quarterback? No, he's not. Okay. Espe- moving moving on. Moving on. After seeing these stats. Okay, I, you show me. Is Tyrod Taylor and Jalen Hurts the exact same quarterback? How many Super how? Bowls? How many Super Bowls Tyrod Taylor been to? How, how, how many? Gr- how many great linemen did Tyrod Taylor ever play with? What? Never. What's the problem? What's the problem? Never. What's the question? How many great defenses did Tyrod Taylor ever play with? So you're telling me because that that no, Prescott I'm just saying and, the number. Oh wait, listen. And Kirk Cousins are I'm very similar statistics. The numbers are. Those two? Fa- 
the numbers are very, very similar. Okay. And the only difference is, is that Jalen Hurts has everything and Tyrod had nothing. What What are we talking about? Moving on. Tyrod Taylor was Yeah, moving on. Justin Fields says he is guaranteeing that he'll be the first quarterback in team history to throw for over 4,000 yards in a single season. And he quoted at saying, I will, I I will. I plan on doing it this year to I plan on doing it this year. Well, <laughs> Justin, I, Justin Fields passed for 2,242 yards in 15 games last season. So the question is over under 4,000? <laughs> under 4,000. <000. laughs> Is it wild that he said that? It's uh, yeah, it's completely wild. I think he throws definitely more than he did last year, but it's, he's going to be way under 4,000 still. Uh, That's going to still be quarterback option, quarterback run. Yes or no suspension for a Jordan Addison? Oh, yeah. He gets some sort of suspension. Some Two games, you think? Oh, shit. Barely. Going 140 in a 55? What a guy, dude. In he his fucking new land. Hasn't, hasn't even hit the practice field yet. What a guy. Uh, yeah, that's it. That was my last one. Well, you guys heard it here first. That was a little Pickens update. We just wanted to get this out there because there was some news this week, and we have our two-part of our draft. If you haven't seen the first episode of our fantasy draft, go watch it. Spence was a great co-host and guest, and the new episode should be out on Tuesday as well. Tuesday morning, yep, 4 a.m. 3 a.m. Part two is Much even better, better in than my, part one. In my opinion, it's significant, exponentially better. Well, thanks for coming, everybody. Other than that, we'll pretty much wrap it up, and we will see you guys next week on Party Card Sports. Woo!